Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. This is Cash Levy. So sorry we don't have a hot, tasty pod for you this week. We do our best, but once in a while it's just not possible. I promise we'll have a spicy, buttery episode for you next week. In fact, I've already got an amazing guest lined up. I'm so excited. Uh, Also, we're celebrating the 100th episode in Washington, D.C. on May 18th, so start making travel plans. It'll be at the Arlington Draft House. Uh, There will be a live recording at 4.20 p.m., a stand-up show at 8 p.m., lots of Chipotle, not enough parking, and probably some pinball machines. So come join us to celebrate our 100th episode on May 18th. Looking forward to meeting you. Thanks. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Welcome to Cashing In. It's so great to be back. Yogi Berra was going to be here with us, but the Yankees were honoring him, so we got the next best thing. Somebody who was in the movie, Yogi Bear. T.J. Miller's here with us. T.J. Hey everybody! Good to see you, buddy. God, it's so good to to see you, and also to to have my strange voice touch the whispering <laughs> willows of the ears of your listening public. Ah, uh, yes, it's so great to be back uh, here doing the podcast with you. And I got to tell you, and this is—I don't want to like bur- you know you know boost your ego too much, but the shows Please that don't. the shows that you're on, uh, most of the listeners say they like those the best. In fact, I get a feeling that the shows you're not on, nobody's listening to. Like, no one even knows those exist. No, it's true. We're going to go on to to Where Were You? And I I wanted to tell you a little story, and I think that's why I was thinking of whales. My wife and I uh, went on a cruise where I was performing for the Young President's Society, or Association, Young President's Association Southern Section. This is a a club of millionaires that, uh, seriously... It's a, it's a huge club of millionaires that uh, have a yearly meeting. They hired me to perform at it, and they rented an entire cruise ship just for their group. So it was a really fun trip. And, and everything how big was, cool. was the cruise ship? 
It was a legitimately, you know, it was a reasonable, it was a you know regular cruise ship. So you're saying there were like 200 people on a cruise ship for 2,000? There was about 400 people, but it probably could have, you know, accommodated 1,000 or something. I don't think it was the largest cruise line. But it was cool. Anyway, the story, the fun thing that happened, we went to this island one day, Uh and everything was free. And there was somebody with a sailboat, you know, a catamaran. And I walked over and I said, I'd like to take that catamaran out. She goes, have you ever done a catamaran before? I'm like, do you sail? I'm like, do I sail? I've been sailing my whole life. Right. Give me that cat. (laughs) And April didn't know if I, she kind of knew I had never sailed before, but I think she just wanted to go with it. Right. So we got on the catamaran. And then I kind of revealed as we were going out to sea that I had never sailed before. Have you sailed, TJ? You know, I've been on a sailboat, sail, but sail. I haven't sailed, yeah. You sail a little bit. You've been on a sailboat. Yeah, I've been Well, on this a is different. Ted McGillicuddy would tell you. Uh, yeah, but I mean, a catamaran, that's not easy, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I can navigate a pontoon. <laughs> or a canoe? Well, yeah, even that. Sometimes. Yeah. This is a sailboat. So we go out to sea. We start to pick up some speed. Uh, my wife's like, hey, you're going too fast. And she's, and we, now we're up on one uh, pontoon. We're actually up in the air like they are in the, wow. you know, in the America's Cup. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm hanging over the side. And then we hit this, uh, I don't know if it was a swell or something, but we, uh, we flipped it. You flipped the catamaran? We flipped it. Oh, no. We flipped it. And uh, so now we're out at sea. Uh-huh. We flipped it. I have no way of getting it back. Uh, I don't know how to turn over a catamaran. So we're just sitting on the uh, catamaran in the ocean. April's crying. And uh, I was laughing at the gods. Really? No. <laughs> I just was trying Shaking to your create a visual. You're like, no, I was crying also. <laughs> there's like a, there's a big cloud cover. There's starting to rain. At one point, it got kind of cruel. We were out there for about half an hour, and this uh, barge, this huge boat came by and came within like 20 yards of us and just kind of splashed us and didn't stop, of course. It didn't help you? They didn't give a shit about oh, us. God, bastards. Fucking barges. Whales are coming by mocking us. Right. Finally, somebody came out after about an hour and uh, came to save us, and the uh, person that saved us was like, you turtled it. You turtled it. That's what it's called. Uh-huh. You turtled the boat. The turtle, the boat. yeah, that's what they call it, turtling it. You should have gone down. It's like on I've that never boat seen anybody a little bit of shell. Never seen it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've never seen anybody turtle a boat before. I've never seen anybody turtle this kind of boat. So then uh, we flipped it back over, and as we're going back in, now I'm still sailing it back, but he's like advising me as to how to sail it. Uh-huh. And at one point, he yelled out, "He's going, don't sail too close to the wind." What? Yeah. And this is the funny part of the story for me, because I didn't know. I'm like, I'm, I'm a little confused about this. I can't see the wind. I don't know how I can yeah, sail, how do you sail close how do you to steer it. Steer clear of wind. Yeah, how do you, you know, that's like, you know. But, I mean, there's that saying, you can't hide from the wind. <laughs> you ever heard that, <laughs> is that saying? What they say? Oh, yeah, they've been saying that all the time. <laughs> that's a household saying in my household. <laughs> I say it all the time. Don't sail too close to the wind. So I get back, and that night, uh, after my show, I start telling people the story, and they all knew that expression. They're like, oh, yeah, you can't sail too close to the wind. What? You can't do that. I thought you can't fly too close to the sun. Yeah, well, that's Icarus. That's what he thought. Yeah. He found that out the hard way. Ugh, wax wings. So anyway, the great part of the story was, uh, I'm, here, here I am on this boat. I was partying with the, um, with the president of Mexico. 
Uh, he was on the boat. Wow. He was like an honored guest, uh, Vincente Fox. And I needed a good toast. And I just raised my glass. First of all, I always had the same. All the drinks were free. So I'd be like, drinks are on me. Yeah. Come on over. You got to do that. That got to laugh every time. I probably sure. did that 30 times. But then as everyone raised their glass, I said, don't sail too close to the wind. <laughs> and that's the perfect toast. And what did they say? Oh, they loved it. They thought it was the funniest It's very thing. nautical. And that's the only group of people that would have laughed at that. Yeah. And then someone came over to me and they whispered in my ear, we found him in the belly of a whale. <laughs> we fear his death, death was, was shrimp-related. <laughs> so that's where I was. I mean, I like that. It was a great trip. Let's move along to the maskers. Now, what do you think? Yeah. Oh, you want to keep talking about this? No. I, You're the guest. The guest is always right on my show. I mean, it feels like that today. And let me say this. more, Most importantly. I've been getting mad about the maskers section, and I've been getting upset because people keep saying, well, what is, does it have anything to do with masks? Why isn't it called the asthmers? All that sort of stuff. And I'm done with it. I'm not going to get mad anymore. I'm not going to freak out about it. I'm not even going to mention it. Did so, you talk to your therapist about this? I did. I spoke with him. and he, You he, smoked he, with him? I smoked I smoked some weed with him outside. <laughs> in and, an ice cream truck? Yeah, and he said... And he said, get off my jock. Yeah, he said, get that. up off this jock. <laughs> So it's, it does. It seems like you're calm about this. I mean, there's been a couple Try times. To calm you've, this is what your third, fourth. You've been on the show a few times. Oh, yeah, I've been on the show a couple times. Yeah. And it seems like other times you get upset about the maskers and how people are. I'm really going to try and let it go. You know, because you got to let it go because people are fucking idiots. All right, they're mm. stupid. They don't know what they're talking about. That's what they'll my... come up to you and they'll say, "Hey, why is it called maskers?" And then you got to just shove. You know, while their mouth is open, put as much of your hand in their mouth as you can. <laughs> And say, this should be your foot, but for now it's my hand. Uh, well, I'm glad you've, you know, I'm glad. It seems like your therapist has done some good work. Fuck this place! <laughs> some good channeling. Stop hitting your head. There's no water in there. <laughs> Maskers. Uh, TJ, I don't know if you've heard, but we're getting great reviews. Uh, Are we? Yeah, for the podcast. It's really I've exciting. heard terrible things. Well, no, it's it's been really great. We got. I mean, some, I mean I've, I've heard some terrible things about the podcast. Well, about, about on the you, streets. About your show. The word yeah. on the street. Yeah. That's the word on the street. I mean, some words, in fact. It's yeah. plural. It's not just yeah. the word on... People have come up with a bunch of different words on the street <laughs> to describe how much... A little they strung like those words together in hurtful mm -hmm. ways. Is it's that almost a sentence, but there's no punctuation on the street yet. <laughs> there yet to be as any punctuation They're on the street. still trying to put together sentences... <laughs> uh, well, here's here's a couple reviews I wanted to read you. Uh, the mm -hmm. Canadian Diaper Review magazine. Is that true? Uh, yeah, wrote a great review. It's, uh, I'd love to listen to this podcast if I was deaf. Mm. That's a good one. That is a good one. In caps, if I was deaf. All caps, if I was deaf is in caps or just deaf? Just if I was deaf, all caps. Because those are two different Full things. Sentence. It would be... I'd love to listen to this podcast if I was deaf, or yeah, that's I'd I... love to listen to this podcast if I was deaf. Yeah, two different I think the things. first one's a better review. And only an actor, a highly trained, skilled uh, uh, actor, talking thespian, yeah, as yeah, it were, could have discerned how those two things would be different. That's why I love having you, T.J. Miller. We got another one from Sarcasm Quarterly. Uh, yeah, they said, meta humor. Hmm. How about some better humor? Whoa, that yeah. is a good one. Yeah. That deserves three snaps and a butt slap. <laughs> yeah. You know what that brings Trademark. us to, T.J. Miller? Mm. 
The triple banger lightning round. Triple banger lightning round. Question one. Education. Still necessary? I mean, we have the internet. Right? I know. I, I think we so. Do. I think it's better. What are you going to do if you don't have education? Just put kids to work? It's getting weird. They're, they're having graduation ceremonies for eighth graders now. Uh, that's sending the wrong message, isn't it? Yeah. Do you think we should have a walk down the, you know, up to the podium, eighth grade? Why? Because graduation? it's not a very big accomplishment? It's not eighth grade. I think you need to. <laughs> it's, it's really not. not. It's. I remember eighth grade. Yeah, I did. It was terrible. It was not very, too hard. It was very difficult for me. What, did something happen? Well, I had a lot of behavior problems. So I think me graduating from junior high was a big deal. Okay. And okay. my family came, and I wore a cap and a gown, although we couldn't afford a tassel. And they were screaming so loudly <laughs> when I when I stepped up to the podium that they were thrown out. <laughs> Evicted at the graduation mm-hmm. ceremony. Wow. Yeah, great graduation. How did you follow up? What was the high school like? Did you graduate from high school? High school, I did, I did graduate. Uh, I graduated... Uh, without honors, which was mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. special honor that they gave to people who did not get any honors. Mm-hmm. So I graduated without honors from East High School in uh, Denver, Colorado. Nice. Yep. Nice. College? I uh, I think I went. I'm almost positive I went. It's hard to remember. You know, it's not a great time that, uh, for me memory-wise, but yeah. <laughs> Triple banger, banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question two. Mm -hmm. Worst excuse for canceling a first date. Night frights or jock itch? I mean, I think jock itch itch is so disgusting. What a disgusting thing to tell another. Hey, sorry, I have jock itch. A antiquated antiquated 1980s disease. You really think you're going to get a second date with... uh, Right. Night frights. Like you really night, think that's see, gonna? I think night frights is cute. Uh, I can't come out tonight. Why not? I don't want to tell. No, come on. What happened? I don't want to tell. Ooh, come on. What happened? Night frights. I had night frights <laughs> all nights. I had night frights. <laughs> oh my! I, c- I couldn't get to sleep. So many frights at night. <laughs> You know what? You're right. And she might think it was just like sort of a ploy for some <laughs> what snuggling. Is, what is a night fright? I don't know what a night fright is, is but <laughs> I would think it would precede snuggling. I have some night frights. Uh, yeah. Then, I have night frights. Well, let me snuggle them away. Uh, I, I imagine them being just little frights. You know, so they don't totally some wake baby you up. Frights. It's not a night terror. Yeah. Which is sort of like, <gasps> you wake up like that. Night frights would be like, oh, 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 never mind. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, dear. No, it's fine. <laughs> That's a night frights. Night frights. Triple, Triple banger, banger, lightning, lightning round. round. Question three. If you receive oral sex from a minotaur, is it considered bestiality? I mean, first of all, I think it's bestiality to pronounce minotaur like that. Minotaur? You go minotaur. minotaur. It's a miniature minotaur. It's a miniature minotaur. It's a small one. There. For, to get oral sex from a minotaur, they have to be pretty small. <laughs> a miniature Hello, I'm a miniature. Who said that? Me down here. I'm going to need a language. I'm going to need a language and speech uh, lesson. I'm the one that thought uh, education was necessary. Is is miniature? Is that is that half? Which half? That's okay. So so the the man part is the upper part. That's why I thought. I I don't think it's bestiality. No, is it? Is the man? No, no. That's a. It's a bull on top. Bull, bull. Buddy, you're thinking the wrong thing. You're thinking of a, what's the horseman? Centaur. You're thinking of a centaur. Centaur. And to answer your triple banger lightning round question, yes, if you receive oral sex from a minotaur and his bull head... Then, then you're, you're having then bull sex, and bull sex is bestiality. Okay, so what that about was a slogan I ran on in my campaign for mayor of Denver in 1998? 
I saw those bumper stickers. Bull sex is bestiality. <laughs> well, what about the uh, centaur then? No, no, nah, man. So that's the, that's centaur the fourth. Suck all that's day, a follow up question. Woo! That's a follow up question. You know what I love about a centaur? You know, bend that body right around. I'm gonna be sitting on the back of that horse. Now, a lot of people might think this is like a gross question, but here's the thing: Tom Hanks had sex with a mermaid. Is that true? Well, outside of Splash, I don't. It, that was a documentary. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. That's true. And he had sex with a mermaid, and yet he's the all-American mm. sort of. You know, everyone loves Tom. But she Hanks. didn't have her perfectly fishies. okay. He had sex with a mermaid, and then in another part of his career, he had sex with like an older woman. He was a kid. He had sex with like some uh, an older woman. Mm-hmm. He also dressed up uh, like a woman mm-hmm. and another thing. She How did he? But he, and he's had a perfectly good career, so I, I think it's perfectly yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. He was in Benjamin Button. And, yeah, and yeah. Miss Doubtfire. Yeah, Miss Doubtfire. He was in all those movies. Well, he's in Medea. He he he's in Medea. Her, when she was in her fishies, which huh? is what I call it when a woman has a fishtail. She wasn't in her fishies. She had transformed into having human legs. So I think that's fine, Tom. I say bravo. But, yeah, if you have sex with a mermaid while she's in her fishies, well, then that's bull sex. Just and that's no bullshit. <laughs> and bull sex is bestiality, Tommy. Put it away when she's in her fishies. How do you get how do you get a PG rating when you're having sex with a mermaid? Is it because it was a uh, mermaid? You live in the 1980s. No, but, 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 I'm just but, saying if but, it had but, been a if it had been a centaur or a minotaur, mm-hmm. these are such tiny mythological with, creatures. Tiny, a tiny bullhead. Would people have? You know, giving it a PG-13 rating. Well, it depends on how small the minotaur is. Because if he's too small to even get his mouth around the head of your penis, well, then that's a G-rated film. That's family-friendly. <laughs> uh, it's good to have There'll you. There'll be no sucking in the back of that truck. <laughs> I ran on that slogan in 1997. Yeah, I saw those shirts. Mm-hmm. TJ Miller, where were you? Uh, I was just in Oklahoma. Mm. Yeah, I did. I I played uh, Oklahoma University, OKU. Yeah. yeah, and I say I did. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> help me, Papa! I lost my way. Um, yeah, it was really fun. I mean, the students there are so nice. You know, yeah. I had one of those conversations afterwards with. Uh, you ever have a conversation with someone who they're too close, so you'll back up a little bit and then they move in because mm-hmm. their personal space is a certain amount. And yours is much bigger than that. Much bigger. But they can't really feel like they're talking to you. I almost wanted to say to him, like, hey, I'm going to take a step back now. I think you can remain in your position. We're, I'm going to be able yeah. to hear you. I'll, I'll be, be able to, to see you. Everything will be communicated. I'm just going to give me a step. I think that the farther south you go, the closer the personal space gets after shows. What do you think? Oh, you think We've southern people getting closer? That the entire South is a huge wingman to try to get you. Right, yeah, We've already right. talked yes. about that. Yeah, but they also like to invade your personal space. Well, I'm going to I'm going to pretty much uh, which you know, some wingmen stereotype do. entire regions but, of our but country. The, which some wingmen do. You know, you ever get that wingman where you're trying to talk to a girl and he's sort of he's he's trying to help you out, but he's too close to you. You know, he's breathing mm-hmm. on your ears mm-hmm. and your neck and around your cheekbone. Yeah, you know, on the side of your ear that mm-hmm. he's on. Yeah. Your armpit, mm-hmm. depending on where he's talking to the girl from. Belly button. We sometimes. all have those. We all have those wingmen that talk uh, from from torso level, from your torso level. Yeah, I was a good wingman. I'd actually like, like, trip my friend just to make him look sympathetic. Is that true? Yeah. You just knock him right over. Yeah, I will spell a drink. Uh, oh, on a girl, 
and my friend would act like he was beating me up. Is that true? Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. That's just practical living. Did he hit you in the face? Just to defend her honor, that type of thing. I like a girl who's like... I'd, I'd fall on the sword for a friend. I think a wingman is very important. I like I like a girl who uh, you spill a drink on her and then some stranger beats the shit out of you and she's <laughs> like, yes, yeah, so what are you doing after this? <laughs> uh, so that's where you were. I was. I did some auditions. Where were you? I was, I was here in Hollywood. Did I did some auditions. What did you do? Well, first of all, I, I, um, I ran into a guy at, before my audition at, at uh, Starbucks and... Uh, Asked him how his day was. I hadn't seen him in like three years. Mm. I asked him how his day was. That's what I asked. I said, how is, how's your day been? And I think what he heard me say was, uh, brag about your career for two hours. What? He just started telling me about his script and his webisodes. Yeah. Webisodes uh, are always a, a bragging point. I love yeah, that. His, uh, his different, yeah, I'm in an acting troupe. And I'm in a, it was just this long, long thing. <laughs> Can we just assume everyone has a script? Everyone just, has one. I think you should have to put your script in a bin at the airport, and yeah. people just say, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know. Well, you know Everyone well, has a script. I also think you know people should have to have their scripts on their phones. So when they go, yeah, I'm writing a script, you go, oh, yeah, let me see how many pages you got. Show me, show me a PDF of it. <laughs> well, what's wrong? Don't you have a copy of it? Let me take a look. See, I, you're being funny, but I, I think people would do that. I mean, people would, and that's why you can't really ask it. But you know, and then they'd invade your personal space. Oh, they get so close. You know, their 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 hot breath on your armpits and your belly button. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and I I mean, yeah, I I like webisodes being a bragging point. Hey, uh, I get some big news, everybody. Please gather around. That's why I invited you all to dinner. Uh, Jerry, you have enough wine? (laughs) Just kidding. You've had too much, and we we all it's uncomfortable. Stop drinking. Four cups during the first course is not okay, Jerry. <laughs> Guys, I invite you here because I have some huge news. I am, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, well, here, Karen, give me your hand. I, and, and well, Karen, you know, she, there's behind every great man is an is even better woman, and that's Karen. I, uh, I got to tell you, I scored a webisode deal. That's right. And I'm self-produced. I'm making them myself. Two-minute episodes. They'll be on YouTube, guys. Come on. Glasses up. Huh? Webis to webisodes and to the web and internet. Jerry, glasses down. It doesn't include you. You can pick up your water. Jesus Christ. Karen, why the fuck do you invite him? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's my ex-husband. I have two kids with him. Get the fuck out of my house, Jerry. You piece of shit. I'm from the South. About to invade that personal space with my, my fists and my tits. Oh, sorry. It's a Southern expression. You wouldn't know, Jerry. Out of the house. I'm so glad that you came in and not Katy Perry. What if this was another automated voice? And I was like, well, guess what? Hey, it's me, Katy Perry. Still a little broken up about now, this. is where you but- pull the T.J. Miller mask off and actually you're, t- t- you're, you're Katy Perry. I'm John. I'm John Heater. And I'm like, it's, it's not going much better. <laughs> I call bullshit. I call bull sex. That's bestiality to me. <laughs> There are minotaurs out there. So, I am so sick of me. That is my go-to character now. I just become this like sassy, brassy <laughs> I know. guy. It's I know. so weird. That's what we love about it's a you. sassy, brassy southern I, You man. know what? Matt and I were talking before uh, one of the episodes once that you were going to be uh, on. Mm. Not this one because you were a mystery guest. 
but uh, it was another episode, and you were about to come in. And I said, you know, I wish TJ would just do that character, and he'd just leave the real TJ behind. Well, that character the is... The sassy character? The sassy If that could one? just be you eventually, do you think you'll eventually just be that person? Mister, it's like cinnamon. A little bit goes a long way, but once you have more than a tablespoon, you're going to cough. Here's, here's an impression of future podcasts. We got TJ Miller here. Hi, y'all. That's what it is. <laughs> once more into the breach, dear friends. Once more. As Voltaire always says, three snaps and a butt slap. Out. Time now for the masters. <laughs> All right, we're gonna do. <laughs> we're gonna do the maskers. We're gonna wrap it up with the maskers That's now. The worst podcast TJ. ever. Falsetto. <laughs> she's a falsetto party. guy and a party girl. <laughs> Why am I a party girl? Well, she's a southern party girl. That's how I see it. It's Debrucka Shaw. It's okay. a it's a it's a straight white guy that talks like a black woman who talks like a gay guy. Okay, talks or talks like a gay guy who talks like a black woman. It's a woman. great character. I love it. Okay, sorry, maskers. We're gonna do maskers um, now. Here's the thing, TJ, and I don't know. You remember the show? I know you've done it. This guy Bobby Lorello wrote a wrote a note, okay. and uh, I think you might be interested in what it. What is his name? Bobby this, Bobby Lorello okay. uh, on Facebook. He said, first of all, I, I still don't get the title of this section. Do you put on a thinking mask? Oh I mean, wouldn't God. cappers then be a more appropriate title? Oh I really wish you would address this issue. So I thought oh maybe God. I'd ask you because I feel God. like... And so I thought maybe you might be Are able to clarify. You out of your fucking mind? What is his name? What is it? Uh, his name is uh, Bobby Lorello. Well, Bobby Lorello, let me tell you something from the tip top. <laughs> Coming down. We're going to be real. We're going to be real honest with you, Borillo. I'm taking a Barillo pad and a scratch that face off. Because <laughs> you got no ears. Might as well not have a face. I mean, how many times have I said? And I'm not, I'm not, I don't feel like I've you've been, been clear. Ahead. Can you? My therapist and I have been working a lot on my anger issues specifically because I only have them in this specific instance. It's called Maskers. It's Ask the Masters. That's what it's called. It's made up of components of those two words. Sorry we did it in the wrong way. There are no masks. Go ahead, Cash. So there, there we have Piece it. Of uh, shit, Bob. motherfucking son of a bitch! Oh, Bobby Barella, Barella pasta, the worst, the cheapest kind of pasta. That's your family, you fucking fuck you. God damn it. So that's uh, Bobby. I think you got an answer there, and I'm glad you were able. That's something that uh, we needed addressed. I feel like TJ doesn't really give that enough time. My fist is custom fit for that face. The shit. <laughs> Uh, don't don't misuse those uh, cash phrases, T.J. Miller. <laughs> <laughs> and please spell that correctly. Yes, sir. Uh, Triple banger lightning round, round question two. Most embarrassing time for an erection? While being interviewed by Nancy Grace or while having sex with Nancy Grace? <laughs> <laughs> I think while having sex, because the only way I would have sex with her is under the pretense that I would be able to do it without an erection. And then we start into it, and I, I become erect inside of Nancy Grace. Oh, I'm embarrassed for myself, but I'm more embarrassed for her. Because she looks enough like... Well, I really painted myself into a corner there, because she kind of looks like a dude, right? She looks like an angry bulldog. And you know what? If you have sex with Nancy Grace, might as well be, be doing the deed with a bulldog. And a bulldog is as good as a... As a bull, and sex with a bull, 
SB's reality. T.J. Miller for mayor. Did you say that you think Nancy Grace is closer to a centaur or a minotaur? She's sort of a, she's like a centaminotaur. That was not a triple banger question, she's, by the way. She's a, a, a centaminotaur. <laughs> she looks like a tiny horse bull. That's what I say about her. Nancy Grace, you old horse bull. Look, look, back look buddy, I don't think anyone should ever be embarrassed about any erections. You know? No, I, th- I think those are natural. And, uh, you know, it's human to have erections in most situations. I get... It's okay. We shouldn't be ashamed of our erections. I get I get embarrassed. Let's own it. You, should, you say we own it. Let's own it. Yeah. Where were you, TJ? TJ uh, Miller? I was nowhere. Didn't go anywhere? Didn't go anywhere. Where'd you go? Been traveling a bit. Yeah. Did another uh, military trip. Oh, you love those. That's so, that's so good of you to do. That. Fun stuff happens on these things. Yeah. Fun stuff happens. My friend, actually, my favorite story from one of these military trips. It wasn't mm-hmm. this one, but my friend and I were in Singapore, and uh, we went to the. He wanted to go to the four floors of horrors. What is in Singapore? Yeah, can I just stop you real quick yeah. here? Because you're saying that like that's a thing that it's everybody a thing. Knows. It's an actual thing that happens. You're also saying Singapore. it like people know. I, I'm going to ask since I don't yeah. know what the four floors. Well, you can kind of imagine. Well, is it is it a structure with only four floors? It, there's, I, I believe there were more floors involved. There's so probably some more serious confusing. people. Uh, probably pursuing more practical pursuits up top. Maybe uh, even curing cancer up there. Who knows? Maybe there are podcast uh, people that are going up through the roof. <laughs> Maybe testing out on the front. different uh, chips and dip up there. We don't know what goes on. <laughs> uh, maybe some miniature observation sites. Mm-hmm. We don't know what happened, but there's actually four floors filled with bars with whores. And my friend wanted to go do it. And I was engaged at the time. And I said, yeah, yeah you know, I'll go. I want to support the cause. I'll mm-hmm. definitely go Wingman. support you. And being a wingman on a uh, whore expedition, is you feel confident. I felt good going in. Mm-hmm. He had money in his pocket. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've got some pretty good eyesight, mm-hmm. so feeling pretty good. So we go to check out. That's the, what uh, you bring to the table. Four floors of horse. I love my friend. He, uh, we got there about ten minutes after we got there. Five minutes. He goes, Cash, I found my whore. I gotta go. I'm like, What? Whoa, 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 whoa! Hey, buddy, listen. There's four floors, <laughs> not just four bars. Four <laughs> floors of horse. Um, you know. <laughs> Feel it out a little bit. Uh, look around a little. You've got time. You know, I think the odds are with you. And he's like, yeah, but this one's so awesome. I'm like, I know, but you can always come back. You know, I think she'll be here for you. Uh, I just thought it was so funny. He wanted to leave immediately with I mean, his horror. Anyway, he, uh, he, so we looked around at some more horrors. He lasted about 45 minutes to an hour uh, looking around at the different uh, horror possibilities. Mm-hmm. He settled on one. Felt pretty good about it. Was it the original one? It was not the original one. In fact, he thanked me later. He's like, thank you for stopping me. Because it really, you know, it never would have been so great as it was. And he took her back. This is such a romantic. We got back to the hotel, and he was uh, playing the piano for her in the lobby. Was he drunk? He was was, uh, courting her. Was he drunk? Yeah, he was always drunk. So I I kind of leaned over. I was like, hey, buddy, um, you can... You know, you don't need to... This part of the process isn't really as necessary. He's such a romantic. He fell in love with this whore. Um, and we had to look for a couple... Of, we were there in Singapore for about four days. And he was really upset she didn't call him back. He gave her... And a, we actually went looking for her a couple of days later. And he was like... He even used the expression, she's cheating on me. This sort of thing. No. So, yeah. He was really a romantic. He was a hopeless romantic. 
That's so, yeah. That's yeah. sad. So that was my four floors of horror story. I wish it had more of a, more of a big giant close to the story. I mean, uh, I think you just say we found a fifth floor of secret mm, horrors. See, it was that's a what basement. I was it was for. bargain basement horrors down at the bottom. <laughs> that's where I go when TJ goes horror shopping. He goes right down to the bottom floor. He gets horrors from the bottom of the floors. <laughs> Four floors of horrors. And then I was in Vegas recently, and uh, a whore actually propositioned me. And it was weird. She was like, uh, where are you going? And I didn't know she was a whore. And I said, you know, I'm just going up to bed. She's like, can I join you? And that's when it dawned on me (laughs) that maybe I'm not that smooth. And what's weird is I didn't want to hurt her feelings, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was like, you know what? I think um, I'm kind of tired tonight, but maybe... Maybe we can catch up tomorrow night, which I had no intent on on doing. But I was like, let's, uh, you know, I wanted to let her down easy. Yeah, and did you get her information or anything? No. So I love that though. No. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe tomorrow. Maybe just maybe, maybe tomorrow. Maybe Might be. meet me on the way to the elevators around this time, and uh, you can come upstairs, <laughs> and we can, I'll play the piano for you. <laughs> I had a friend uh, who was very chivalrous. He actually, he actually played, uh, uh, you know, piano for a, a whore. On one of the floors. Uh, on one of the floors. No. Uh, I'll tell you one of the most romantic. It was weird, though. This is kind of a sad but cool story. My friend, uh, I had a friend that, uh, what? I just thought I was thinking, right? No, I just. Better to have four floors of horrors than three levels of guys named Neville. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the worst brothel in the world? You just walk in. Uh, so we got three levels. Uh, all the whores are named Neville. They're all nevish young men with glasses and sweater vests. You got to go around. Hey, Cash, I think I found my Neville. Come over and talk to him. What do you think? You know what? I think that might be a great topic for Tweedalize. My friend uh, had a breakup, and uh, he snuck into his ex-girlfriend's house. And stole back all the sentimental items that happened during their relationship. No, snuck into her upper. Uh, that would be floor. the opposite of chivalrous. I think. It is. It's not chivalrous, but I think it's sort of. It made me admire him all the more because I, th- I thought it was a dramatic sort of cool that it meant that much to him to say, "I'm taking this shit back." Yeah. Well, I liked it. It's interesting that uh, I give it the thumbs up. You, you know what, buddy? Bros before hoes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh I think Isn't we've all had cool? somebody that we've wanted to do that. Yeah, we've yeah. all had someone but This guy did it. Don't you think that's cool? Oh, I I was in a relationship where Every time I would give a big gift, we would break up right after it. And every single time I was like, "Give me that back. <laughs> you know, we've all want, you know, we've all, it's, but you can't, you just can't do that. You buy somebody a gift, you give it to them, and then that's the end of it. That's theirs. So I, I understand both sides of this fence. And this is a weird breaking and entering home invasion and larceny fence that we're talking about. Yeah. Cause he also, you know, went in, they, cause they had broken up. Yeah. I'm sure there are a lot of girls listening, if there are even any in the world that listens to this podcast. And I'm sure they're saying, well, that is terrible. You know, he goes, he bought me that ring, you know, but she broke up with him, right? Yeah. Well, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> she, did. she did. I like him breaking up with her, then taking nah, all you're the right, shit you're right. I, I'm not, uh, <laughs> for a second hey, listen, there, honey, <laughs> it's not you. It's me. Uh, I'll give you, a key, give me my I'll give you your key back tomorrow. Okay, I think it's over between us. Uh, my uh, the keys are tomorrow. You're out of town tonight, right? Yeah. Okay, so it's over. I uh, turn your keys tomorrow morning. <laughs> Where did you put I that necklace this. that I bought you in Calabo? 
Is that still in the top dresser drawer? It's over. Along to maskers. Okay, now, I, and I just want to say I apologize well, about last week. Actually, somebody wrote us a note about this. Well, I apologize about last week, and I may have gotten a little bit upset. So. Well, actually, somebody actually wrote again. It was Jake Webb this time. Yeah, he wrote. So, does this maskers thing have something to do with the masks? If not, why is it called maskers? Hey, Jake. It's me, TJ. I'd like to speak directly with you for just a second. Everybody else, just skip ahead about 10 seconds in the podcast. Jake, you listening in? What the fuck is wrong with you? Are you out of your mind? There's no masks. Jake, I've said it before. We are plain-faced masker... Ma- Damn it. We are plain-faced master... I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Sick of it. So, Jake, I think you... Enough uh... enough. <laughs> enough. enough. <laughs> Uh, Jake, you old goddamn crab apple, you barrel <laughs> full of crackers. We're going to move on to where were you? And before I ask where you were, I want to start off today myself because it's it's tell uh, us. there's just something that happened that I just am anxious to talk to you well, about. You got to tell I us about it. It's your show. I almost had a Donnybrook. I almost had a brew. You did? Uh-huh, a melee, you almost had a real Donnybrook. Uh, fisticuffs. Well, which one was it? Well, it ended up being more of a uh, dust up. Dust up. Yeah, ended up being more of a dust up. Such a specific one of those. So I'm in the locker room, <laughs> and uh, I, uh, I'm i in the locker room at the gym, and this guy starts talking about gay marriage yeah. and how much he's against gay marriage mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, how, uh, you know, they have their own civil union. Why should yeah. they get, why should they, you know, the whole speech. The whole and So shebang. really loudly I go, hey, and I didn't say to anyone in particular, there were only about three people there, mm-hmm. him, the guy he was talking to and me. Uh, I go, hey. Do do they allow gay people at this, uh, or, or faggots? Do they allow faggots at this gym? Or is it sort of a don't ask, don't tell thing? And he turned to me, and he's like, you talking to me? I'm like, yeah, I think you're pretty much the only one here. And he's uh, like, do you have a problem? you have a problem with what I said? You know, you get yeah. something to say, why don't you say it to me? Well, I'm like, well, I think so I just, just kind of... looking for a Donnie I, I was really kind of upset, though. I just, I don't know, for some reason yeah. it was making my blood boil. Yeah. So what I said to him because I had thought about it, I go, you know, he's like, what, what do you got to say? And I'm like, well, I just think if here's the here's my problem with this whole thing uh, with the anti-gay marriage stance. Marriage is sort of a club. It's sort of a you know, it's sort of a a group, and you don't want your groups to be um, exclusive. You want to be inclusive, and I think you want to err on the side of inclusiveness. You know. Yeah. And uh, he goes. He honest, I swear to God, he said this. He goes, "Well, the, the country's going to hell in a handbasket." Why said that? Just back to an old timey <laughs> expression. That's his answer. You know why? Oh, you know what? You know what my response to that is? You're two in the hand, three in the bush, burning. And then he goes. And then he goes. Are you gay? Is that the problem here? Oh boy, here we go. Which he had to throw that card. He's just looking for a hate crime. Yeah, he had to throw that card. And then just walking I around loudly looking for hate. I card. unfortunately. Went to the Hitler card a little too early. Oh, no. I, you got to wait before you go yeah, to the Hitler card. Because it's, it's the Just highest. wait. Yeah. In terms of referencing a person, I'm not, I'm not that's gonna, the most evil I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and look at your red yeah. sunglasses and say that I didn't mess that up. I went straight to the Hitler card. I'm like, you know, I think Hitler was pretty uh, exclusive. And look how that worked out. Wow. And, um, you know, he... Uh, he he kind of got a little flustered by that, though, I have to admit. But he should have just said you went to the Hitler card too early. <laughs> yeah, how, that would have been his best How quickly do you response. go to the Hitler card? 
I mean, I think you you've got to play a couple other people. You you know, you can at least say, <laughs> "What are you, the Mussolini?" Okay, uh, you work. The, okay, you work. Work your way out. What are you, the Joseph Goebbels? So you start with like yeah, Nancy Grace. Start, with, start the, with Nancy Grace. Oh, start with Rachel Maddox. <laughs> or Maddow. What's her name? No, she's the short-haired lesbian that we like, right? I like her. What's which one? Now Nancy Grace is the little pug-faced bulldog. Was that a complimentary way to describe her? Was that your short-haired lesbian fella? Yeah. yeah, I love her. Yeah, I'm sure she. I, I love her to death. I'm sure she'll cherish. Uh, well, yeah. I'm also sure she's listening to your podcast, which I came in and saved. So right. thank you. <laughs> for taking a dump a rump, I'm she not actually, taking any head. I've actually reached out to her to do the show, and she's uh, she said no, impolitely declined. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you start with Nancy Grace, then you say you're, then Mussolini. go to Mussolini, then Joseph Goebbels, yeah, and then you go, then get to Hitler. Then so I'd Hitler. say three names, three named referenced celebrities yeah. before Hitler at yeah. least. But yeah, you go straight to Hitler card. But I like that he his response was that. And I'm glad that you kind of said something. It's so yeah. weird because it is. If you're going to have a group, this is what I always want to say to kids. You know, when I walk by a playground, which is often, and it's usually back and forth, yeah. back and forth, kind of staring through the chain link fence. <laughs> and if I see a group of kids playing Foursquare, yeah. and another kid arrives, maybe a nerdier one, mm -hmm. lanky, taller, maybe okay. a little chubby. Sort of like reminding you of what you once were. I wouldn't say that, you know, no, necessarily, but sort of a, a kind of curly, mop-headed, okay. sort of fatter sort of, in the yeah. upper torso with yeah. weird legs, a mm -hmm. smushed face, yeah. big horse mouth, with horse horsey mouth. teeth. Sort of horsey a, teeth, and a mouth. guy that can't even like sometimes he breaks into characters like that kind of guy. I don't know a thing he's just talking about, Governor. That's, a, that's I was referencing it. It's an old British. Uh, it's called uh, sneakers. Yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah, and, and so I'll see a kid like that walk over, and they say, "Oh, sorry, this four square game is locked." You know, oh, yeah. I mean, I just want to. I, I yell at the kids and say, "You know, you you want to? What what's one more?" Person, what, how 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 much is that affecting? Is it's such a damaging thing to do to a kid to say even just you, just one more uh, like contestant in this game we're doing is too much. It's too mm -hmm. in, in, inconveniences us too much. Even though we know you're bad at it and you almost always lose when you're in the first square, it's too much. So that's when I sort of jump the fence and I throw a fucking dodgeball as hard as I can at the kid with the highest collar on his polo shirt. <laughs> Just, yeah! yeah. Now your face is locked to the ground. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you, TJ. That's thank a, you. Yeah, it's it's true. Me. We want to be we want to be inclusive. That's why you know with this show, I've opened it up to a lot of different celebrities, and they they haven't taken me up on it. But you know, I like to. But your uh, show is a club that is it's a, inclusive. It's, a club. it's an yeah, inclusive. It's an inclusive club. club. Um, but that was an interesting thing, and I was thinking about marriage. Oh, by the way, at the end, I was thinking of doing the your embarrassment to your family line, <laughs> but you can't really trump the Hitler line. So I just threw soup in his face. I <laughs> That would be amazing. What kind of soup? It was actually gazpacho. So it was a colder it's, it soup. It was a colder soup, so it wasn't quite as but you uh, know what? vicious as it may sound. But sometimes, you know, burning hot soup is really cruel. Sometimes gazpacho is a kind of a wake-me-up. It's, it's more of a, a making-a-point type up. soup to throw wake in someone's yeah, yeah, face. Exactly. Just kind of making a point. It was gazpacho, spicy, too. It was gas, spicy. Gazpacho He was wearing a spicy. sombrero. Yes, he uh, had some dip. Uh, we used it as dip later. We became friends. Gazpacho <laughs> is the spicy... You know, making a point type of soup. It is. And I'd love that on a t-shirt. Yes, it, it is a, a making.
Uh, we're going to move along to maskers. We're going to finish up with maskers as we do. And now, uh, can I just, now let me just well before I do, emailed. did you see that somebody had emailed? Well, me? let me just read you one. This is from Miles George. Just yeah. uh, um, I just thought you might Twitter be interested handle. in this one. Uh, Miles George uh, Twitter handle uh, at Miles High. Oh. Uh, when making a plaster like mask, that, three, when three, making three. a plaster mask, do you use no straws when you dip your face in, or do you hold your breath? When making a plastic mask, do you, yes, plaster mask. Well, first of all, plaster. This doesn't have anything to do with masks. Okay, so it's not you don't. It's not questions about masks. You can ask about anything, but we are the ma- You're asking the masters of. We don't make. Do you make plastic masks? Cash? No, I don't. So I certainly fucking don't. So here's some news. The, the section is not about masks. It doesn't have anything to do with it. We're not changing the name. We don't need to. We've been doing this long enough. I'm done. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. It's enough to make you want to put a shirt gun to your <laughs> face. And forget uh, how to breathe through your nose. That, and I'm those sorry that I brought words. that up. Yeah. Those are fighting words. But yeah. Oh, you know what's next? I call you Hitler. Mike High. <laughs> Mark High. What's his name? Uh, Miles George. Yeah. At Miles High. Hitler. You're like a Hitler. That's what the high stands for. Straight to the Hitler. That's right, right buddy. Okay. I Hitler used to go by high. You took it really. He said, it up my, my friends call me Hitler. <laughs> no, my friends. I'm Hitler, my friends, my friends call me Kai. <laughs> okay. All right, you're making me uncomfortable now. I, uh... <laughs> What's the moral victory? And I'm proud to have you on the show. Well, thanks for having me. As you me, know, this I is can... a show. This is a show where we don't sit here and put down celebrities. No, That's we not, don't. Except for Nancy Grace. We that, kind of rip her. She looks new like the sometimes. ugliest version of herself. Yeah, she does. She's like a character of her own uh, personage. Uh, she looks like a, a bulldog. That somebody had publicly urinated on 35 times, right there in her face. <laughs> right there. In her right there. ugly Half horse, face. half Nancy Grace. But uh, you know the part of the show that I'm even, more attracted to the horse part. I know. I know what you're saying. Even the hoof, as it were. Whoops. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Because I think you Before can teach teaching hate. Them how to talk, yeah. I think you can teach hate much easier than love. I think mm. that's more realistic. What do you think? I think you're right. I mean, you know, whenever I teach hate, and I do teach hate at the local underprivileged uh, grade schools around We have Los a community yeah, class yeah, in that, a class. don't you? I, it's a community effort, sort of a big brother, little sister program. Where, Nancy Grace is on the poster, isn't she? Uh, that ugly. Yeah. We tried. <laughs> you know what we did? We, we tried where to get a llama is actually peeing on her? Yeah, we tried to get a clip yeah. art of a, a llama peeing on his own shit, and uh, <laughs> we accidentally put Nancy Grace's face there instead of llama shit. You hear me, Nancy? Tone it down. Um, How much would you hate Nancy Grace if her name was Gladys Grace? Well, I would te- at these community centers, I would be afraid to talk to those her. Those are the two I, things. I would fear speaking with her. You're such a nice guy, but I, I feel like, I fear, I fear that that would put you over the edge. Gladys Grace, I'd find her and I'd kill her. <laughs> I'd eat her infant children. Okay. So... In any event, here's my favorite cop thing. This is my favorite thing ever. Okay. Here it is. It was a trailer, uh, I guess, for uh, uh, what's his name, Sean Connery movie. Oh, I love, with, with Catherine Zeta Jones movies. And I think what they decided to do was they decided to mix two parts of the movie for the commercial. Yeah. So here's how the commercial ran. You, you heard, uh, and I can't do an impression of him. You heard Sean Connery go, "Rule number one: How do I know you're not a cop?" <laughs> 
That's, that's not a rule. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, remember, I remember taping that and just watching it over and over again and laughing. It's just so over the top. Rule number one. How do I know you're not a cop? Sean Connery's <laughs> rules. This section's called Sean Connery's rules and not questions. First rule. How do I know you're not a cop? Second rule of Sean Connery's I'm such, this is such a bad impression. Second rule, where where's the nearest bathroom? <laughs> is that the funniest thing ever? I mean, it's ridiculous. Was yeah. someone not there to see that and oversee it and just go, you know what, this doesn't quite work. The first I right, know we want these two lines. But the first writer wrote the lines were rule number one. No cops, but then they gave it to another writer to rewrite, and he yeah. just re- he's like, no, no cops. I think it'd be better. As, Are you a cop? So he just wrote it, and then they never noticed it. Yeah. It's crazy though. Yeah. Rule number one: How do I get out of here? Where's the exit? <laughs> That's a rule. Tell me where I leave. Rule number one: Where can I find the movie? <laughs> um, question, why- I've got a question for you. Never litter. <laughs> Listen, buddy, we had another essential question for you. Uh, why can't we wake sleepwalkers? I think it's getting a little out of hand. Um, you know, oh, you'll scare them. No, it's, I'm actually are he's we, robbing a bank. I'm, I'm scared. I'm, I'm, are you, I'm scared. Are you he's not robbing supposed a, to wake He's fondling my wife. Yeah. You know, don't scare him. Don't walk, wake a sleepwalker. Why? He's, is, is they're getting away with say? murder. Have you heard of that, man? Yeah, they're getting away with murder. Yeah. You're not supposed to wake a sleep. It's a cop out. Well, He's fondling my wife. Please, but you know, wake him. I mean, it's here's getting the thing, ridiculous. Though, if you say that, you know, I'll lose my real ace in the hole, which is I pretend to sleepwalk, and that's how I explain to my 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 lady friend that I I've been having sex with other women. <laughs> And she understands. You know, she's come. She's walked in on me quite a few times having sex with another woman, and she'll say, she'll say, oh. Is he awake or is he asleep? And I always instruct the girl to go, he's sleeping. I don't know. He just, you know, we st- he's That's a great sleeping. one. I lie down naked in your home. And this started happening. And then, you know, and then I'll, I'll kind of I'll walk away and go back to bed. And then I wake up. I go, what happened? Yeah, that's great. What happened? Why am I so sexually satisfied? <laughs> I'm just teasing with you if you're listening, Cheryl. <laughs> but that's way better than two and a half years. <laughs> that's way better than mine. I, I My excuse is I have allergies. You know. she, said, she said, my dick looks like a canopy. <laughs> Wait, who said this? My, my girlfriend. I, don't, anyway, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Is this something you want to talk about? I mean, I guess it, when I pitch a tent, I really do pitch a tent. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I, the sleepwalking thing, buddy. We got hey, to wake people right, up. Right, I, I think if you're going to wake them up, if you're gonna wake him up, you got it. What's going on over there? I've got that trailer. Did you find it? Does it say that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, wait, hold on. Start over. Why are you following me? I've got a proposition for you. Rule number one: How do I know that you're not a cop? <laughs> That's the best thing ever. That's my favorite thing. It's my favorite uh, thing in the entire world. I can't believe it took it. I've been talking about that for years. Play it again. You got to play it again. You got to play it one more time. He really does. So he says, rule number my one, friend actually, how do I know you're not a cop? <laughs> yeah. My friend Steve Maison actually noticed it, but it, but it, that's my that's been my favorite thing for years. Right, listen. Why are you following me? I've got a proposition for you. Rule number one, how do I know that you're not a cop? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's the best. Uh, I love it. Let's move it along to Tweedalize. And that, so is that the... That's, that's just a working that title. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to... We'll probably... It's also a little... You know, the melody is... Yeah, it's we got to work on it. Okay. we got to work right. on it a little bit. Um, T.J. Miller wrote... This is where we kind of analyze one of his tweets. Mm-hmm. Um, it never works when I try and start a chant at a sports game. I always try. I stand and yell, Big tits! No hips. Big tits! No hips. Uh, that's 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 it right there. I like, how you, I like I like how you did the chant. Big tits. <laughs> no hips. I really committed, didn't I? Big tits. Well, here, let's do a cash levy. No sale. hips. Big tits. <laughs> no hips. Don't sell your quest of the wind. Tits. Your tits are real. No hips. Can't feel my face. <laughs> um, let me ask you, T.J. Miller. Uh, big tits. No <laughs> hips. Chant. What type of sporting event is it? I'm, I'm picturing women's I've figure skating. I've tried it in every single one. Women's no, no, figure no, no, skating? No, never. That's disrespectful. I do it oh, in baseball okay. games. You know, uh, My f- friend would beat games, you with a nightstick if nugget, you did that. Uh, he well, would beat I, you with a nightstick. I, mean, I would report him to internal affairs. All right. Canopy cock. Canopy cock. He would okay. beat right, you with okay. a nightstick. Hey, keep it above the belt. Canopy cock. Okay, <laughs> sleepwalker. <laughs> you sleepwalking canopy cock? Um, yeah, I mean, I've, you know, I try and I, I always try because I, I, I'm not a big sports fan, but I do love watching sports and it's just hard. I try and fit in. I'll get up and I'll start chanting and people, you know, they never join in. I've never had even one yeah. person join in. Well, that's a tough one. You know, that's one that is, uh, you know, that's one that people don't get quite as attached to. But, but I like why not? Spirit. Why not? Because you have to gain some weight and get a little more drunk and obnoxious in public. The one that catches on is, what do you think of so-and-so? He's a bum. That one. And usually it's a guy that's four, five, seven, nine hundred pounds. So what, maybe and I should go like this. What do you think of the size of their tits versus the size of their hips? Yeah. Big Yeah, tits. it's got to be more of a no juxtaposition. No hips. Yeah. Big tits. No hips. Big that's how I chant it, yeah. not like you did. I go, I get up and I go, hey guys, our team is doing pretty well against the other team, right? Big tits, no hips. Big tits, no hips. Big tits. Now, come on. Come on. Big, nobody? All right, fine. I'm going to get another soft pretzel. Rule number one, how do we shut him up? <laughs> Rule number one. What does his chant mean? <laughs> Rule number one. What's the score again? Is it? I missed the last part. I was getting a beer, and then the line for the bathroom was long. Rule number one. Who won? <laughs> the game. <laughs> the game. Later. It says that later. Rule number one. Who won the game? <laughs> later on. Later, before the... Yeah. I, I think, you know, starting a chant feels good. My favorite chant that I ever started... Felt really good. This band, we were at this bar, and this band wanted to shut it down. They were starting to pack up their instruments, mm-hmm. and I started a chant. They were already packing up their instruments. I started a chant. Three more songs. Really? Three And people more got behind songs. it? That's yeah, and it, I really did take off. Because it's usually one more song, right? Yeah, it was at this bar in Manhattan Beach called Ponchos, and it really, it's usually one more song. That's why I think what yeah. makes it funny. Yeah. That is so funny. And people people got behind it. You should you, People really did get behind should, it. And did they people come out and play three, three more, more songs? songs? They didn't. They didn't uh they didn't come back. But uh maybe because <laughs> they were you. like I mean how what a fucking bunch of assholes. All these these guys out there that one song isn't enough, you know, how about zero? It's all you because of you. But it was the greatest compliment to them too. It's like we one isn't even gonna be enough, let's be honest. How many songs is too many to ask for? Eight more songs. Eight more songs. <laughs> 
Big tits, no hips. Big hits, no tits. <laughs> you big hits. Big I like that hits. for a band. Big hits, no tits. <laughs> you know what that means? We want you to come back and do an encore of your biggest hits and make the girls leave. <laughs> That's it, that uh, rule number one. Now I know what that stands for. <laughs> now I rule number two. I understand the chant. Uh, that's good. What's Question wh- number three. There are no rules. <laughs> Let's move it along to tiny opinions. Teeny tinies. What do you think? Let's do some teeny tinies. Uh, I got one. Okay. Uh, if I come out of the bathroom, don't ever say... How did things go in there? Mm, or yeah. woo, woo, took you long. How about just no comments after people come mm-hmm. out of the bathroom? We already, we, look, going to the bathroom is a thing that we do in closed doors by ourselves. So it's already clearly a more shameful part of society. Whether or not you feel shame about it, that's, it is a thing that is supposed to be private. So don't bring it up and talk about it. If I come back, don't go, oh, what were you building a second toilet in there? It's like, yeah, fuck you. I, I don't need any bathroom comments. There already yeah. is a toilet. I mean... Why would I build a second toilet? Yeah. Just so we can have side-by-side toilets? A love toilet? Yeah. Instead of a love seat? Yeah. You ridiculous. Leave me alone. I was in there a long time because I was... I was trying to jack off and imagine that I was in space. <laughs> I think the only appropriate thing to say to someone when they come out of the bathroom is, Hot diggity. <laughs> You're peopling it up too much. Let's move it along to maskers. Can I just... Do you well, let me just read you one thing. No, I, uh, just, please. Oh, go ahead. Well, this is this is from Nicholas Pickles Hard uh, at Ha Ha Hardon. Is that a real uh, joke or is it serious? No, it's at, at Ha Ha lowercase, uh, lower little thing. Underscore. Underscore Hardon. Ha Ha underscore Hardon. Um... When is the next Cashing with T.J. Miller and who's the guest going to be? And will answers be given regarding masks? So I thought I'd ask you. Okay. Hey, ha ha hard on. Here's something you should be laughing about. That little hard dick of yours is going to get snapped in half if you ask about masks. This is Ask the Masters. That's the name of the section. It has nothing to do with masks. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for uh, clarifying that. That's cool. Well, this is this is really. I mean, you won the master's <laughs> section. This is really. Thank you. And you know, we went from politics, and we kind of ended with politics. Well, I think we've all. Uh, I think we've sort of gotten of, to the place where it seems like Mitt Romney is the best candidate. Um. In in what way? In the big tits, no hips. Big tips, no hits. Big tits, no tits. <laughs> the problem with this big hits, no tits. Play your best songs and get the women out of here. <laughs> Taking it to the streets. I, I I don't. You know what? I think your problem with that whole um, trying to start that. Is that you don't say it right? You you keep saying it differently every time. How are you? How do you? How should Big you say tits, it? no hits, and you how keep saying it wrong. I think you should add some vomit in vagina line in there. Uh, Big tits, no hits. Cool hand, Luke. 
Pussy fellow Pierre. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, it didn't work. No, it was it was a good try though. But I'm disappointed in myself, and I can feel the disappointment of those listening. Well, you know what? Uh, there's still next election, and I think you're gonna I think you're gonna win. What did you say? There's still the next election. I don't think you said that. I get tired sometimes. <laughs> it's hard to keep up with you, buddy. It's, like a, it's hard I, to keep up with you. It's hard enough to book these guests. I think he's a neck election. Neck elections. Which, and the, you know, the president of necks of the United States of America is Johnny Fatneck, <laughs> whose surname coincidentally. Sub- Describes his neck. I almost said sur- subscribe. Okay, things are getting really I weird. I should get now. out of here, man. Yeah, you yeah. know what? This has been so much fun. It's been so fun. Thank you. you so much for having me. I and I hope this has made it clear who you think you're going to vote for in this presidential. Yeah. Election. No, there's no doubt that if Pemberton Buttle Sticks runs again on the three snaps and three a snaps butt and slap a butt ticket, slap ticket uh, I that's a great platform to run on, and I'm I'm going to be voting for him. Hundred and twelve percent of the way, yeah. And so I would say, given Cash's com, yeah, given Cash's comments just now, I think you don't vit for don't vit for Mitt Romney. Well, you know what your slogan should don't be this Barack year: for Barack. You know what your slogan? But instead, write in Buttle Sticks. Write in Buttle Sticks, and here's his campaign slogan, and we'll leave you with this: his cancel- campaign. Pemberton Buttlesticks campaign slogan is rule number one. How do I know you're running for president? <laughs> it's him asking that. <laughs> I'm I'm Pemberton Buttlesticks, and we re- always remember rule number one. <laughs> How do I know that you're running for president? <laughs> That's what I say to my people. Good night. <laughs> We weren't drunk, but it sounded like we were. Cashing in with T.J. Miller. Now leaving Nerdist.com.